Hi, I'm Izzy. Welcome to the Gleason First Time Buyer Podcast. We've created this podcast to help you on your home ownership journey and we'll be covering everything from interior tips to finance advice and everything in between with some amazing guests joining us along the way. As the leading house builder for first time buyers, we're proud to make home ownership a reality for our customers with 86% of our customers first timers. We have over 75 developments across the north and in the Midlands in total with more coming soon. You'll be able to find our podcast on all the most common streaming services, but also on our YouTube channel, which you can find by searching Gleason Homes. In a recent question and answer story on our Instagram, we were asked by a number of you to explain our build stages. There's quite a few, 21 in total in fact. So to answer thoroughly, we've invited Peter Kelly, our Head of Construction in Tees Valley, onto our podcast to talk you through them. So without further ado, welcome Peter, introduce yourself. Hi there, I'm Peter Kelly, I'm the Head of Construction in Tees Valley for Gleason Homes. Uh, I've been working at the company now about 20 months and I've now been happier, I'm perfectly honest. Um, about what I do on a daily basis, I think if you would ask me missus, it would be sitting around drinking coffee all day. <laughs> if you ask my kids, it would probably be daddy builds houses and that's about it. None of the other extents of what I do, but my daily basis can range from meetings to site visits to client visits, uh, health and safety visits sitting around doing programming on my own and my little lonesome which is generally where I get most of my work done because I get left alone for five minutes or just acting a bit like a PA and just (laughs) never ever being off my phone but there's a lot more entails in it but to write it all down uh, we don't have enough time on this podcast to see exactly what we'll be doing on a daily basis that sounds it so how many sites do you look after then Uh, we've got seven in Tees Valley in total but we've got quite a few closed sites as well so okay. I don't just have the live sites to deal with. I get involved with customer care on the closed sites if they're particularly difficult. Yeah. If someone's got a problem that they've been dealing with for, for a little bit of legacy where we're, we're struggling with contractors and trades, I generally, being in a position I am, have a bit more swing to help out on that. Okay. So I do get involved on that side of things as well. Amazing. So the whole point in this podcast is we've been asked by our customers about the build stages of the Gleason Homes. So there's 21 stages in total. <laughs> Uh, before they're completed can you tell us a little bit about the first initial build stages and kind of what's what happens and what they look like and yeah yeah so the first build stage is probably the most important one of all is your foundations so it's excavating the ground around it we've got various different solutions you could be doing a piling solution you could be doing a rough foundation you could be doing trench fills there's a few different ones each site are specific due to the ground conditions um, that involves basically pouring an element of concrete in the ground nine times out of ten, and that's where the inspector will come out and make sure that your foundation is going to hold and your house is going to stand for many years to come. Okay. Secondly, after that, you've then got the brickwork to DPC. So this is when your bricklayers come round and you start to see your house just rise out of the ground very fractionally. Yeah. So you can normally see about three or four cores of bricks sticking out the top. Okay. That's an indication of when it's come to brickwork to DPC, and they approximately take about two weeks to complete the two stages. Right. The next one after that is your drainage. So you get an internal drainage on your property. And when this happens, it's all about getting the levels correct, making sure you've got the right amount of fall on the drainage, the right bends are installed. Then HPC generally come out and check that as well, especially on the first few plots on site, just to make sure that the new team, the new the new site management that's coming on board, they're all building to how they should be from day one. Okay. And then the next one after that's build stage four, which is concrete slab and external drainage. So right. this is when you see the brickwork to DPC really starting to take shape. The guts are filled out. You've got a solid slab in there. Yeah. You see stone. Normally the clear indication is you can see yellow stone all the way around your property. Okay. And that's when the clients start looking and thinking, right, okay, I can see it coming up the ground now. I was going to say stage four, kind of like typically the stage that customers 
start you start to release them for sale and customers can yes. come and pick basically basically yeah from stage four that's when we like to advertise the houses because we've got a clear indication of roughly when they're going to be finished there yeah. is obviously elements of weather until you get up to your roof tail and being done but right. we've got a rough ballpark figure of a three-month window that we can give the clients at reservation stage to yeah. say we'll be completing you at this stage between I don't know, let's just use yeah. for example between May and three months beyond that. So we can say that to the client, give them a bit of reassurance and hopefully deliver them a di- the home on time that they need to. Do you ever get customers come in and like wanting to put a mark on the houses? So like fitting a brick or like putting something in the cement that marks that it's their house. I'd S- want to do that. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you do, but generally they just want to be in. Literally yeah. the second they see a brick laid, they're like, can I be in? Can I yeah. be in tomorrow? Can I get in there? And it's I can understand their excitement because a lot of our, our buyers are first-time buyers and they just want their home. Yeah. They want to be moved out from their parents' houses and have their own freedom and start their, start their new life. So I appreciate where the excitement comes from, but sometimes we've just got to look at it and be careful and think it's a dangerous, active building site and everyone yeah. needs to correct qualifications to be on there. So as much true. as we'd like to be able to cater stuff like that, <laughs> it would be a nightmare. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So what are the stages that come after that then? So after stage four, when you've released the houses for sale, what's the next process? So the next process after that is first lift brickwork. This is right. generally the largest part of your house build. Uh, you've got two stages which are quite heavy and your first lift brickwork is one of them. Mm-hmm. This is when you would start to see the brickwork coming just past your ground floor windows. So in, it's, it's just before the scaffold gets, you get your first lift of scaffold around as well. Right. And then following on from that, you get stage six, which ties in. So what what, what houses basically you split them into thirds. So you've got from slab to joist, which is stages five uh, from four, sorry, to seven. Yeah. And then you've got from seven up to ten, which is your, your roof height. So this will complete that first third. Okay. So you get your second lift brickwork, which is yeah. about six to seven course of bricks, depending on which bricklaying squads have laid it. And then on top of that, your joist go on at stage seven, which is your timber floor and your supporting system in there. Right. Heading on up from that, you've got stage eight, which is that second bulk I was talking about. So you've got a big lot of brickwork to go in here. This is probably your most task task like invasive part of your house because yeah. it takes approximately about a week and a half just to do this lift, providing you get it done with the correct squads. Sometimes you've got semi-detached houses, which can make it a little bit longer because you've got more corners and internals, slight different parts to play with. So that takes you up to your first floor window. Okay. So you'll generally see at mid-height of first floor window. And then your fourth lift brickwork takes you up the wall plate, which is basically just before your roof gets pitched, and that's completing your second third of the house. Okay. And then that is really when you start to see your house looking like a house. Yeah. So what, sta- what stage is that again? So that's at that's, 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 stage nine. That's nine. when your wall plate goes on. That's when your brickwork isn't about 80% complete. You've only okay. got peaks left to go on. Yeah. So stage 10 takes it up to the roof getting pitched, which is all the roof framing. The timbers, yeah. you generally see them standing round. Um, and then that's when it starts to look like a house. That is literally, you've got a house coming out of the ground there. And okay. we're about two weeks away from having it watertight. At that right. point there, for a builder, that's a dream. Once yeah. you've got it watertight you can start building internally, you can get on, we can get what trades in who we need to get in and we don't get that same issue of weather. Yeah. We're not concerned about snow, rain, wind, sun. That was just a day. Yeah, I was going to say when we turned up today, it was ridiculously windy. You get all sorts of weather on different sites and different locations. So moving on from that, then you've got the brickwork peaks, uh, which is literally that last sort of skin of brickwork, which points to a triangle. Mm -hmm. All right. And then it's roof tailing. So quite clearly indicated by the fact your plot looks like a house completely. Most people think, I'm finished, I'm moving in next week. I was going to say, I bet it's quite deceiving because you think it's ready, but 10 out of 21 stages, still a lot to go. There's still a lot to go because you've got all the internal guts and that's where the the main stuff comes from. The first 12 stages, 
get your quality home that you know that's going to last on the external. You've got all the structural stability in there. Everything's been taken care of. It's been inspected by the NHBC as it's worked through. Now yeah. it's time to get inside the house and make the house look like a home internally. So the first stage, once you get inside there, stage 13, mm-hmm. this is your first fixed joiner. Um, that'll generally when your stairs are fitted. Uh, yeah. Your windows will generally get fitted around about the same time so you can tie it in together and the process takes approximately three to five days. Next stage after that, stage 14, where you'll get your cavity insulation blown in, you'll get your first fixed plumber and electric done, you'll get the labourers going around doing a little bit of titivating and touching up and making sure the house is nice and presentable. Yeah. This stage is particularly key because... Although all the client sees is what's on the outside, after the plasterboard's fitted, the white paint, the nice looking doors, the handles, yeah. if this part isn't right, this is where the leak can come from, this is where the damaged cables yeah. can hit, the boarding can't be done correctly, it needs to be pristine. And it's probably the part of the house which takes the most detail and attention apart from the final snag before yeah. we move someone in. It's making the house go from a house to a home, kind of, so when people 100%. can start to decorate and the blank canvas for them moving in. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. So get that right, and we've got some, we've got some really good grounds to work off. Yeah. Stages 15 and 16 tie in together, because they're mm-hmm. generally done by the same contractor. So you've got a border who goes in at 15, they take about three to five working days, depending on the house. And then at 16, we, we've got a couple of different things in different regions, so it's probably worthwhile explaining both. You've either got skimming, or you've got taping. There's okay. two different elements to this, but they give you the same feature at the end of it. Okay. So skimming's a plaster finish. So it's putting the full cementitious material across the board. Mm-hmm. But the the taping side of it, you're just t- literally taping your joints between your boards and then the plaster boards are the finished. Okay. It's just got slightly different designs and features, but it still gives you the same product at the end of it. Um, it's actually region specific. Some different regions operating at most of the northeast, we tend to go with taping yeah. as opposed to plastering but we are starting to change the plastering a bit more to come in line with the specification right. whereas most of the other areas do plastering as standard that then is when the house starts to look quite small probably the best way to describe this stage because a lot of clients used to ask to go in and see this stage and we used to try and deter it because <laughs> everything's quite a dark color it's not got anything filling it and it, yeah. it, it doesn't look like the show homes it takes away from yeah. what the magic is of seeing your house when it's finished in our last podcast daisy was talking about this saying that we try to stop people from going in just because we don't want to lose the illusion of if they've been into the show home seeing mm. it all nicely decorated then they go into their mm. home what they think from the outside looks really nice it's, and then it's just not quite finished. It's a very strange thing and it's something I found when I first came in a house building I couldn't understand and fathom how these houses got bigger yeah. in six stages. It doesn't really make sense, <laughs> but it does happen by the time we're finished and we'll move these people in. Yeah. It's totally different. So yeah, once you plaster board a house and you see the dark boards on the walls and you look at the rooms and you think, I'm not going to get a bed in here. <laughs> but then you're painting and all of a sudden the bed fits. So I don't yeah. know what happens. That's witchcraft of house building. So yeah, we, we try to deter the clients from coming in at that point just because yeah. we don't want the journey to be dampened by it. We know what it's going to look like in the end. They've seen the show homes. Yeah. Every single house is built to the same work and drawn. But at the same time, every house is individual. So yeah. what you've got is a different set of trades building a different a different house. So yeah. you could have a, a 309 house type being built on one site, and then two miles down the road, you'll have a 309 house type being. That is completely catered at an individual or that client because every it's had a different aspect of tradesmen on that house. Yeah. So you're always going to get a bespoke product, even though it's not advertised as bespoke, because everything's slightly done, different quirks, different changes. Yeah. We try to keep them as standard as we can, but you never get that. It's not a production line finish. It's a man-made product. 
involved. Yeah. So just for our listeners, you mentioned a 309 house type. So our listeners, obviously, I don't think we'll know what a 309 house... I don't think I know what a 309 house type is. So just for our listeners, what is a 309 house type that we're talking about? It's Fergus. Um, right. uh, to be fair, I've been here that amount of time and I still struggle between the two as well because <laughs> build, build to numbers... Seals sell to, to plot names. Right, okay. But yeah, it's a Fergus house type, so anyone buying a Fergus to reference. But the same applies to any stale house type. It could be any number, any type, yep. any stale house. It is a man-made product. Okay. But moving on to stage 17 after yes. that. So we've got, comes in then the second fixed joiner. So he fits skirtings, archives around the house. He starts swinging doors. Uh, generally a kitchen fitter tries to tie in at the same time as well because you need to have skirting board behind your kitchen before you fit it to ensure you, you get your air test compliance. Then stage 18 ties in with your plumbing and electrics and generally a tiler. So that's when inside's now really starting to take shape. This and is where just, all their options can come in that they've yes, all picked and chose. Optional right. extras, all that kind of stuff. Right. And you're really getting down to the nitty gritty of, right, I'm ready for a patcher and a painter, which is stage 19. Okay. So when you patch it, you patch normally attends for two days to go around the house, do some fine tuning, and the painter heads in the day after, does a bit of sanding down prep work. That takes about five days for the paintwork to get complete. Mm-hmm. And then stage 20 is your final fix. That's when all the niceties go on. So your electrician will go in, just make sure everything's finalised, all of the um, screw cap covers are fitted. The plumber will go around and make sure all these pipes are lined up and straight and tidy, to tighten up any sort of like quarter turn loose fittings. Your joint will go in and fit all your ironmongery. Um, loft hatches will get fit. So yeah, that's when your house really does look internally and externally like a house. And all in the while this is going on from stages 12 through to 19 and 20, we're working on the externals. That doesn't actually have a build stage for your footpaths and for your drives and for your right. garages and stuff like that. That just gets done in tandem across that sort of eight to 10 week stages from when we get that roof tailing done. And then the final ones, 21, that is when the NHPC come round and give you your house the rubber stamp to say, yep, it's habitable to live in. Amazing. It's all looking good and it gets its 10 year warranty and building control issued. And then that's when you can collect your keys and move in. Not quite. Okay. Close. Close. <laughs> You're starting to sound like the clients. You just want to be in there, don't you? No, if what happens is after that, we've got a seven-day window where we'll get a demo booked. So we'll right. give the client the chop, come down, walk around the house. We explain how things work, what goes on. And then the week after that, we'll try and move them in. So we give okay. a two-week window from CML to moving a client in to make sure we can give them the best possible home. So from stage one to stage 21, there's 21 build stages. How long does it roughly take kind of from the one to the 21 completion? So if we're going off programming terms of what we used to do, we would say 21 weeks. Right. We're living in a very different world than when we used to program. Um, there's trade shortages all over. We've had, obviously, I know I shouldn't be saying it because it's starting to calm down, but COVID, yeah. we've had storms. I mean, this year, I've never known storms like it at the start of the year. But on the backside of that, we've also had a pretty mild, something like a pretty mild winter. So from January to now, we've had about three or four days of snow, which is... Touch wood yeah, that we don't get anymore. <laughs> touch wood, it's been unseen. So yeah. that kind of stuff's great. I like to base my programmes off a little bit more realistic. So I aim for three months to get up the roof. And then three months from roof to getting someone moved in, that gives me ample time to get around check it, to make sure it's okay, make sure my side guys are doing what they're doing. Also, if we come across any resourcing issues, it gives yeah. me time to, to implement some strategy to try and counteract that before it becomes a problem for the homeowner. Yeah. So being realistic and telling clients where we're sitting that 21 weeks would be a hard one to achieve. You spend about four weeks getting it from one, one to four, which is the slab stage. They're about realistic. Then after that, like you say, you're looking at five months from that point to get a house done. Yeah. I guess it's good to be kind of like open and honest with the customers from the start. There's no point in saying it's going to be done at this point because then you just... There's not. And one thing we don't do, whatever 
we don't ever go out intentionally to knock customers back. All yeah. we do every day is try and make sure that we can get these guys into the home as quickly as we can, yeah. but with the right quality home at that time. So that concludes our episode today. Thank you so much for joining me, Peter. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. No problem. It's been great. Amazing. Um, so we will be speaking to Alicia next, uh, making an exciting announcement about our brand ambassador scheme and how you can be a part of it. Um, so in the meantime make sure you follow us on instagram at gleason.homes to see our stunning interior imagery and more home tips see you next week